The Plumbing Professional is sponsored by Blue Frog Plumbing and Drain. Welcome to The Plumbing Professional, a podcast for plumbers by plumbers, where we break down plumbing problems into simple processes. I'm one of your hosts, James Walker. And I'm your other host, Jack Pruitt. Okay, so Jack, today we're going to be talking about drain repair versus drain replace. So why don't you kind of give us a bead just on drain repair to begin with. As, as a plumber's looking to go out to a job, what, what should he have in his mind concerning drain repairs? Well, first off, we need to talk about there's all types of drains. I mean, there's uh, inch and a half drains, two inch drains, three inch drains, and four inch drains. So we need to determine which drain that needs to be repaired. There's all types of inch and a half drains that need to be repaired. Um, let's say, for instance, a P-trap. In the olden days, they'd put a galvanized P-trap, or a, not a galvanized, like a chrome, chrome P-trap, and the chrome wore out a lot so it will get real brittle and real soft so that's just a minor repair on a two inch I mean on an inch and a half maybe a two inch or inch and a quarter drain yeah any symptoms that somebody should be looking for as a plumber walks in hey this is indicative of we need to repair this drain pretty quick and this is indicative of a drain repair well I'd ask the client if they have used any acids or any products to unstop the drain a lot of times Drano, if it didn't work, it would get the drain very brittle. And so that that's one of the things. The second thing is I'd look at the P-traps to see if they were chrome. If they are chrome, I would see if there's any rust or if there's any, you know, green colored on the outside of the drain because it's going to be very soft and absolutely it needed to be replaced. So let's talk about the repair versus replace situation what kind of comes into a plumber's mind whenever he needs he sees a drain he sees a need should i repair this should i replace it what things does he need to be considering well we need to see why it needs to be repaired or replaced first okay. uh, is it broken uh, is there several broken spots is the bottom of a cast iron uh, drain all brittle or eaten out and gone so we need to see the reason why first and if we know that reason why then it's much easier for us to tell or ask the client to replace or um, just do a spot repair and so are you, are you saying that for the most part if you see anything other than schedule 40 is that a repair or is orangeburg what, what would you say is at the very least we need to replace this line just because the quality of pipe is not even worth keeping. at the very least if it's orangeburg yeah or if it's clay tile that needs to be repaired uh, replaced okay. absolutely if it is scheduled 40 pvc uh, we need to look at the reason why it needs to be repaired or replaced is there tree roots in it is it uh, was it not put together properly to begin with or so a camera would tell us that okay so obviously trees uh you talked about in the last couple episodes of being able to burrow underneath pipes push them up create a belly etc what are some other main indicators or main reasons that you're having these drain problems that need to be looked at thoroughly by a plumber well in many states the ground will get so dry sometimes that there will be cracks in the ground so the ground will move just a little bit one way or another and it will create a crack in the pipe so therefore it it would need to be either repaired or replaced and in some places there's fault lines so the ground moves so a lot of mother nature causes a lot of the pipes to move as very yeah. much so 
Is there some scenarios out there if you're in a territory, because that's just going to be that area. Hey, we just have a lot of ground shifting. Hey, that tree has always been been there. It's a 130-year-old oak. It's just going to be you know problematic. Is there ways that you can try to preempt that or create a little bit more flexibility in the pipes or create some sort of place that it's just not going to be as prone towards brokenness given the fact of where it sits? No, not going to happen. Maybe you might reroute it around the tree or you might... Um suggest to the client that they need to water their ground because there is cracks in the ground and uh, to keep the ground from cracking so much so that's pretty good scenarios is looking at reroutes around specific large trees or types of bushes and then making sure that the ground doesn't get that dry relatively speaking is a good is a good way to prevent that if at all possible absolutely the best way i mean yeah, you can't stop Mother Nature, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. It is what it is. The only thing that we can do is maybe water the ground more yeah. or uh, reroute it around the tree. And so you're talking about Mother Nature. Obviously, these trees, the reason they're growing towards these pipes is because they're looking for water? Well, I've heard this, and I haven't researched it, but I've heard that on some trees, roots are as large underneath the ground as the tree are almost as the tree so wow. you can imagine 30 or 40 foot round big ball of roots down underneath the ground wow okay and so that's that's not something that you're just going to fix that's going to be something that's always going to be a problem for you it's always going to be a problem if that tree's too close to the sewer line so let's talk about drain repair solutions uh i mean there's pipe patch solutions out there i've seen this kind of special chemical you know almost epoxy like scenario that you can mix two things together and add fiberglass do those pipe solutions work is there other types of solutions i've heard you talk about burst piping all the above what are some of the ways that you've seen do work and what should we know about those different types of solutions if you're just going to patch a pipe the pipe patch works tremendously well if it's only uh, two foot or under it's okay. a two foot patch you could put two or three of these together it's a little cumbersome to do that and but you could put two or three of those together but the pop patching absolutely works and but you do need a place that you can go through the pipe for instance you'd have to go through a clean out to get to it and you could do that 30 or 40 foot down the down the pipe or you'd have to dig it up. If you have to dig it up, you might as well replace it with uh, another piece of PVC. It's just as easy at that point. What about the pipe burst solution? I know that we've talked in the past, you talked about you were one of the first ones in your territory to get that. How did that solution work? What should a plumber know when using that type of solution? How should they explain the value to the customer? Pipe patch works by putting a cable through the pipe hooking up to a head that bursts the pipe. It's a steel head, it looks like a cone shaped, and it has a piece of wrecked steel running up the side of it or the top of it or the bottom, whatever. And it's pulled through the pipe and it bursts the pipe by pulling, an, and there's another piece of pipe behind it, so you pull a pipe to replace the pipe that you burst. It's absolutely a great way to do things. Uh, if a client has a driveway that the pipe goes under or maybe a yard that's that's absolutely immaculate and they don't want to mess up the yard there still has to be two holes in the yard maybe only one maybe you could run through a clean out however most of the time it would be two holes because the head has to go through that as well 
Gotcha. Okay, so it sounds like a good solution if somebody doesn't want to necessarily tear up their yard, etc. What about the decision by a plumber to position a repair versus a replace? I mean, is it the space between the leaks? Is it the space between the holes? Is it the number of them? When does that kind of flip a switch between positioning? Because I would think for Mrs. Jones, it always feels better for her to repair something than to replace something, right? How do we create that value and that, that distance between the two? Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, one is if there's multiple breaks in the line, I also look at a crack as a break because even if it's cracked, the roots are going to grow back through there um, uh, real easily. Mm-hmm. And so if there's multiple breaks in the line, maybe if there's only two and they're far apart, if they're not next to each other and it's not within three or four foot. Okay, so interesting. So any other last thoughts about how to explain this to Mrs. Jones when you're talking about uh, drain repair, drain replace, or anything else as we finish off here that a plumber should know or consider when they're talking about those solutions? Oh, not that I know of. I think that we've covered it pretty well. Uh, I would absolutely know what type of pipe that I'm dealing with, and I'd absolutely know how old the pipe is. And I absolutely know you said earlier what exactly caused the solution so that you can explain the the expectation. The why behind it. If you can explain why this happened, uh, you can absolutely let the client understand why it happened. So that would be great for her to understand that. Jack, it's been great talking to you. We'll see you guys on the next podcast episode. And y'all have an awesome day. Thank you very much and have a fantastic day. The Plumbing Professional is sponsored by Blue Frog Plumbing and Drain. Blue Frog is a national plumbing network that focuses on creating the optimal opportunity for its plumbers by providing an amazing experience for their customers. For more information, check out bluefrogplumbing.com.